0: Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now.
1: Well, it is party time. Hello, Power Partners. This is our informational playground, Star Style. Be the star you are. We're brought to the airwaves under Be the Star You Are charity. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network this is the Empowerment Channel. The miracle moment for today, brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity. You can visit Be the Star You Are at BeTheStarYouAre dot org, or check out literally thousands of book reviews that might be good for summer reading at BtSYA dot org. And this is a, a quote from Wayne Teasdale: "Kindness is the highest." form of intelligence. So the, I'm on a kick of we need to be kind. Let's be kind. Well, what are we going to do in today's show? We're going to continue our report in segment two on the current scams and frauds and the money handlers and what you can do to fight back while protecting yourself and family from these imposters that just want to take your money and you know empty your bank account. In segment three, where we will be discussing how to shelter our children from the scary situations that are happening all over the world. We need to provide them a safety net. You know, we're in living in times of upheaval. There's the startling climate change. There's political turmoil. There's the Russian war against Ukraine. There's threatening other disasters. And of course, there is all this unbelievable violence in schools and parades and churches and grocery stores that seems to be unique here to America. And kids are afraid. So we will get to some ideas uh, that can help parents and guardians do the right thing to keep their kids safe and to keep them kids But right now in segment one, we're going to hum along. We're going to talk about hummingbirds. Um, Amethyst Wildfire, I love this name. It's obviously a pen name, but wrote this great quote. Like the hummingbird sipping nectar from every flower, I fly joyfully through my days seeing beauty in everything. And that's the way I like to look at life. Well, after I tucked a hibiscus plucked from my mother's garden behind my ear, I was immediately the object of desire for a hungry hummer. The iridescent red crown identified the hovering nectar hunter as a male Anna's hummingbird. It's a very common hummingbird here. Now the females and the young have green crowns. That's why you know what um, that it was a male, because it had a red crown. Now, it was a great photo app, but alas, I had no camera or no iPhone and neither did anybody else. Of the known 331 species of hummingbirds, 27 types are found in the United States and 14 of them reside in California. Now, the hummers only live, this is such a fascinating uh, fact, they only live in North and South America. And when most people think of pollinators... Well, you know, we think of bees and butterflies and bats and beetles and birds and moths. But hummingbirds are some of the greatest pollinators as they can visit one to three thousand flowers in a day. Yes, you heard that right. One to three thousand flowers. And as they whiz from flower to flower, pollen from the stamen, it sticks to their long bills and their forehead as they feed on the nectar. Now, they do prefer plants with tubular-shaped flowers. And many plants have evolved um, to be more attractive to hummingbirds with brighter colors, higher nectar counts, and daylight blooms. And, of course, humans have done some help by intervening, you know, with making some hybrids about this. But because they have these long, slim bills... Hummingbirds can feed deep into chambers and the cannulas that bees or other pollinators cannot reach. They also eat tiny insects and spiders that are detrimental to flower beds and vegetable gardens. So they are really a great friend to the garden. Now, native and navitar plants that are red, blue, orange, yellow, and purple are their favorites. And you might be wondering what is the difference between native and Navitar? Well, native means it's highly adapted to the climate and soil they are naturally growing in. Uh, It also, a native plant requires less babying, you know, within their particular climate than non-natives. And natives promote biodiversity throughout your garden And a native naturally is resistant to local pests, and it also attracts beneficial pollinators. Now, a navatar, that's a combination of words native and cultivar. So it is really the result of selection and crossbreeding by humans. So this is where the human intervention comes in. A wider variety of flower colors, shapes, and forms are what you find with navatars. And they incorporate different sizes of plants. They have a heightened insect and or disease resistance. They are selected for hardiness. And the main concern for, or maybe it's an argument against, is their lack of genetic diversity. But again, these, um, the navatars are obviously great favorites of uh, hummingbirds. So... There are several plants that are attractive to hummingbirds. Petunia, Calabrocha, Catmint, Sage, Salvia, beard tongue, which is also known as Penstemon, Bee Balm, Daylily, Fuchsia, Cardinal Flower, Blazing Star, Garden Phlox, Lobelia, Wigella, Organ Grape, Azalea, currant, and there's still more, so keep listening. Flowering Quince, Trumpet Vine, the Trumpet Honeysuckle, Bleeding Heart, butterfly Bush, Cardinal Flower, Columbine, Rose of Sharon, Hibiscus, Lupin, Rhododendrons, but especially purple rhododendrons, Zinnia, lantana, the red-hot poker, it's also known as torch lily echinacea, delphinium, craxomia, and we call that the firecracker plant, it's blooming right now, hollyhocks, and the pink bower vine. Now, there are other ones that they will visit as well, but those are the most popular. Now, hummingbirds will remain in landscapes that provide all the supplies they need to survive and thrive. Besides planting species that will feed them, there are other things you can do to encourage hummingbirds to hang around. So we are first going to discuss bathing fountain. They really need that. Due to the sticky nature of the nectar, hummingbirds need to bathe frequently and they prefer running water in a shallow area. Bubbling fountains or misters are actually an important investment uh, for their healthcare. And they will even frequent sprinklers. Now I have a fountain right outside my office that has a few tiers on it. And it does have a bubbler at the top. And it is just always, always filled with hummingbirds. Now the next thing is nests. Hummingbirds do not nest in birdhouses. So don't try to build them a tiny, birdhouse. What they do is they build very small, usually only about an inch in diameter, nests that are camouflaged with lichen and moss and spider webs. Yes, they use spider webs to make their nests. And what it does is it makes them very hard to discover. They also nest um, pretty high. I mean, they can nest as low as three feet, but as high as 60 feet from the ground. And sometimes they will nest as much as a half a mile away from their favorite food sources. And the reason that they do that is because of predators. They don't want to be near the food source where there are also squirrels and larger birds and cats and raccoons, um, any of that, that could uh, attack their nests and eat their babies. Now, feeders. If you're going to have feeders, place feeders in areas where you'll be able to watch the frenzy. And it's best to have multiple feeders to reduce uh, territorialism. Uh, You'll wanna hang them high enough to be safe from the cats and the predators that I just mentioned, as well as snakes, because snakes will uh, climb into the feeders. The recommended height is at least four feet from the ground. Now, if you're going to make a homemade nectar, you want to boil four quarts of water and let it cool. Now, tap water is totally fine, but it's not recommended to use distilled water. You want to dissolve a cup of cane or beet sugar in the cooled water. Do not use any other type of sugar. Do not use artificial sweetener and do not use honey. I know it seems like, Oh, honey would be good, it's natural, but you could kill your birds. Then you wanna fill your feeder three quarters full or check how much is used within a few days. You don't need to add any red food coloring. In in fact, it's best not to. Uh, You can actually buy feeders that have a red enclosure, but don't add the red food coloring. Now then you wanna store your unused remainder in a closed container in the refrigerator for up to a week. So don't make so much, um, so much homemade nectar, you know, to last for a long time because it really could go bad and actually become more like wine. Now the maintenance of your feeders, it is important to change the mixture every four to five days. And if the weather exceeds 90 degrees, the nectar is going to ferment, like I just said, it goes to wine or something. So change it more often if it gets cloudy or it gets hot. And then clean the filter, the feeders between refilling without topping off. Many feeders can be safely sanitized in the dishwasher. Otherwise, use a mild detergent, wash and rinse thoroughly, and then at least monthly sterilize the feeders in a solution of bleach and water. To entertain all pollinators, maintain an organic landscape free of pesticides, insecticides, and chemical fertilizers. Your garden is their dinner table, and their daily dining provides the ingredients for your dinner table. So as I am talking to you now, my garden is really buzzing with every type of pollinator. I'm sitting in my office uh, talking with you. And there is a beautiful black chimed hummingbird with a shimmering purple and white collar um, that was really busy outside my window investigating my roses. So it really has caught my attention. Again, I couldn't get an appropriate photo through the window screen and the shutters, but the visit was enchanting. So I encourage you to see the beauty in everything and thrill to the metallic humming of the wings of these living hovercrafts. Fly joyfully through your day as I do mine. And if you'd like more information about gardening, you might want to pick up a copy of my book, Growing with the Goddess Gardener. I also have Chicken Soup for the gardener Soul. They're both available at cynthiabryan.com. Just click on the Star Style store and you will receive a free inspirational music DVD, special savings, and other gifts along with it. So when we go back uh, from our break, we will be talking more about how to keep you safe from all those scams, spams, fraud, and these people, that are, these criminals, let's put it this way, they're criminals that just want to empty your pocketbook. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. This is Cynthia Bryan. I'll be back. Be the
0: star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard. On the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens, www.BTSYA.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party.
1: Well, we are back, and now it's really not a party because this is all about, you know, somebody trying to take your money and get payments, etc. cetera. Um, you know, it, w- cyber crooks, um, they don't want to just steal your money. They really like to work with an underground financial world of money laundering where they're using gift cards, wire transfers, cryptocurrency and other payment methods that are converted into what's called clean cash. Um, And banks, credit cards and other legitimate financial institutions are absolutely avoided at all costs because they can be detected. So, you know, it is a labor intensive process and it probably involves a lot of people and enterprises along the way. Everybody takes a cut of the proceeds. So, uh, don't ever you know when you are asked to do a wire transfer or a gift card or crypto, you never want to pay that way. you know stick to credit cards. Um, those are legitimate. So let's talk about some of the other fake things that are happening that are how for you can to play it safe. So one third of business imposter impostor imposter fraud complaints, is involving scammers claiming they're from Amazon or from the FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission. So, um, th- what's happening is that uh, you people will get harder. You know, they'll, they'll lose their money. The average uh, is around fifteen hundred dollars for older adults, eight hundred and fourteen dollars for younger adults because Amazon is the biggest, best-known company in the online space. So the impersonator scams, they feel real to people. So here's how you stay safe. You ignore the calls, the text messages, the emails, and the social media messages about suspicious account activity, or any raffles or unauthorized purchase. If you think you have a real account problem, contact amazon customer amazon customer support yourself and here is a phone number for them 888 280 4331 okay amazon 888 280 4331 and i have gotten um, i do purchase from amazon but i get emails often and i get texts uh, often saying that my amazon account has been frozen, Uh, you know, I need to call this number or blah, blah. And I know that they're scams. So again, if you feel that you're having any issue, then call Amazon support. Now, the next one is cryptocurrency ATM payments. Um, You know, I I don't know if you've seen them in your area, but they're actually in this small little farm town where I am. Um, There's ATMs in convenience stores, and they're at gas stations uh, as well. So scammers really like this newest payment method. So they will pretend to be government officials, utility agents, or sweepstake representatives, and they will direct you to pay a fee or a bill or a handling charge by sending cryptocurrency, which is bought at these ATMs, to an untraceable digital wallet. And just know it is absolutely irreversible. There is no way to get your money back if you do that. So according to the Federal Trade Commission, nobody from the government, law enforcement, a utility company, or a prize promoter will ever tell you to pay them with cryptocurrency. And if someone does, it is a scam every single time. So it's going to be pretty easy not to get scammed because you know that it is a scam if somebody's asking for crypto. Another one are the local tax imposters. And you might have gotten this if you pay your taxes, you know, in March or April before April 15th. Now, what scammers do is they impersonate state, county, municipal law enforcement or tax collection agencies to get you to share sensitive personal information or to send money to settle your tax debt. And they may call, they may email, or they may mail letters threatening to revoke your driver's license or your passport. And then some even are so bold as they offer, uh, they, they offer you a state tax relief. Now the only way you can stay safe is to ignore every call and every email Real tax agencies from the IRS to your city or town tax collector do business by mail and they will never ask you for a password or a bank account or credit card information. They also will not threaten to call the police or they will not ask you to pay with gift cards or um, any kind of payment app, you know, like the peer-to-peer or cryptocurrency. So again, I know that uh, I know my husband has gotten several of these calls that seem so real from uh, from utility for his business, um, saying they were going to shut down the power, and he would call me and say, "Didn't I pay that?" I was like, "Bill, that's a scam." Yes, you paid it. Do not give them your credit card number. Okay. So another one is um, a favor for friend gift cards. You're going to receive an email from an from a friend asking for a quick favor. She is having trouble with a credit card or a store account, or annoyingly, just can't buy a gift card that she needs for a birthday present. Will you buy the card, call her with the numbers on the back, and she'll pay you back. But the favor is really a fraud, as it's almost always an imposter sending the request. And this is from the Better Business Bureau. So. As you've probably seen, um, you've probably had emails that might say from, you know, Susie Smith, and maybe Susie Smith is a friend of yours. And, you know, it could say, hi, Cynthia, it's Susie. But if you look at the email address, it's not coming from Susie Smith. It's coming from, who knows, Nigeria or something. So if you do, as you're told, you're never going to see the money again. Because the gift cards don't have the protections that debit or credit cards have. So what you want to do is don't respond to that email. um, Or, yeah, it would be an email. So call or text your friend to confirm that your person really needs the favor. And then Target, Google um, Play, Apple, eBay, and Walmart. Those were all the top cards that were used by scammers uh, last year. So you always want to double check before sending anybody any money. And so when someone asks you just to give them the numbers, just don't do it. And then the um, peer-to-peer payment requests, they're called P2P. Scammers are increasingly demanding payment via money transfer apps like Venmo, Zelle, and a cash app. Because it's convenient, so you pay in seconds from your phone or your computer, but these payments cannot be canceled. So only use uh, P2P apps to send money to family and friends and turn on the security lock feature that requires entering a passcode to make a payment. So that is one way to keep you really safe. Now, um, there is a fraud prevention checklist. These are some things to do right now that will protect you from scams. And I'm sure you've heard them all before, but it's so good to hear them again. Because every time I get a list of things to do, I go over it and see, okay, have I followed directions? And there's always something I didn't do. Okay, so the one thing is to clean out your wallet. You want to have your wallet be down to the bare essentials like your driver's license, a single debit or credit card, you know your, your bus pass, BART pass or whatever else you need day to day. But you can always add items back in for your shopping trips and such. But just remember, extra credit or debit cards, Medicare, Social Security cards, photos and such put your identity at risk if stolen. So it's better not to have those uh, in your wallet. Um, You want to update the contacts in your phone and include anyone who calls frequently. Then when that person or business calls, their identity will be displayed. And then go into your settings on your phone and turn on silence unknown callers for iPhones. Or in the Android, it's blocked numbers. And this will block numbers that you've never been in contact with and you don't have saved in your contact list. And I did follow that advice and it has been so helpful because I get so many, I have an iPhone, I have, I get so many silence, unknown callers. And when I look at it, it's usually from another country or from, you know, some other state where I don't even know anybody. Uh, Add phone login protections. Now, a Pew survey showed that more than one in four smartphone users did not have a barrier to keep others from using their devices. So make sure you have a passcode, a facial ID, or a finger scan enabled on your phone. And um, I always turn mine to like one minute that my phone will turn off after one minute uh, if I'm not using it. And um, that that's just very it's just very helpful um, because that way I feel like okay well nobody's going to be able to get into the phone if I should forget it somewhere or lose it. Always review your credit report. You can get a free credit report from the three agencies TransUnion, Experian, and, and Equifax once a year. Now you can stagger the requests throughout the year. You could visit annualcreditreport.com and order yours today if your credit card or bank doesn't already provide the info. And I like to also um, use, uh, what is it? Credit Karma. Um, it, it offers free reports all the time. And that, is, that works out really, really great. So check your report line by line and make sure to that no one has opened any credit in your name And that there aren't any errors because if you go to get a loan or something and there's errors and you haven't caught it, um, it'll take you a really long time to fix it. Another thing is to add two-factor authentication to your online accounts. I know it is a hassle. I never wanted to do it, but I have done it. And um, because websites requiring login, such as banks or credit card companies, they offer this service. And in addition to your password... You have to enter a code that they're going to send you to your phone to access the information. And that means even if scammers have gotten your account name and password, they still can't get in because they don't have the second uh, authentication. Uh, Refresh your Facebook security. You know, click the downward arrow button in the upper right-hand corner of your Facebook page where it says Settings and Privacy and complete the privacy checkup. It's, this is an easy to use uh, wizard. It's gonna guide you through settings that will enable you to lock your profile so only your friends can see it and scammers can be locked out. Now, of course, if you're on Facebook, for business reasons, you probably want everybody to see it, but then hopefully you're not posting anything that is gonna be too personal or could um, you know, uh, compromise your identity. And add this number to your contacts. If you have been targeted by scams, you are not alone. So, there are trained specialists who provide support and guidance on what to do next and how to avoid scams in the future. And this is a service from AARP. It's called the AARP Fraud Watch Network Helpline. And the number is 877-908-3360. Eight seven seven nine zero eight three three six zero. That is eight seven seven nine zero eight three three six zero. And the good news about that is that it is completely, completely free. Uh, the uh, The next thing is to talk about. Um, Let's see. Oh, I want to give some more fighting, some more fight back information here. All right. So the other thing is to be um, changing your passwords on important accounts, like on credit cards, banks, um, retailers, whatever you use frequently, um, at least every three months. And it is a real hassle to do this. But you, it's better probably to make pass phrases, which is a random combination of words plus numbers and symbols to make them impossible to guess. And then you wanna record your passwords in a very highly secure password management system. Um, Or if you're going to write them down, you better hide them somewhere. But don't keep your passwords in a list on your computer. Take alerts about potential data breaches from online organizations seriously. If you get a message that uh, one involving your information has occurred, immediately review your account and change the password. Now, very often when you get one of these alerts about a a potential data breach, um, the company will also usually include like a one-year free service of, of cyber help. And so um, they will send you an alert once a month to say if your information has been compromised in any way. And it usually will tell you if it's on the dark web, uh, if it's a phone, if it's a password, um, what it is. So just definitely check it, you know, really check that, uh, check it out. And then... um, you, this is something, you know, not all people want to do it, but it is a good idea to do it, is to purge your social media accounts of personal info that you wouldn't want a stranger or a thief to have. And that could range from your home, your home address, an email address, photos of vacation, birthday celebrations, and, you know, your birth date. So um, that is very in. Very, very important that you do this. So let's see what else is there um, that I can bring you. Oh, okay. I have one more thing that I wanted to talk about today while we're talking about scams. And you've probably heard of FOMO. And what FOMO is, is the fear of missing out. So what happens is um, scammers will tend to get you under their emotional ether, putting either fear in you of missing out on an opportunity, or um, you see people that supposedly got really lucky, and then we think, oh, that could be us, you know? So it's such a pervasive fraud tactic that the uh, the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, recently warned consumers about investment scams that are using it. Now, the trouble is, is that FOMO, fear of missing out, is hardwired into our brains. And we fear loss so much more than we get excited about gains. So we worry about feeling bad in the future, you know, this anticipated regret, and we fear falling behind. So FOMO used to be seen as afflicting mostly the young and the impressionable, but now it seems, and that could be from the pandemic, that is really affecting all ages. It is linked to a feeling of loneliness, lower self-esteem, and having less compassion for yourself. So compared with scam avoiders, scam victims were up to five times more likely to feel lonely and 63% more likely to do something they later regretted when they're feeling bad. So um, they also reported getting swept up in feelings of hope, happiness, and excitement when dealing with a scammer. That's how good these scammers are. So it's what people are going through that makes them more susceptible to fraud. So just be careful if you are sick or um, you know, if you've just had a tragedy in your family or you've lost your job or your home or um, anything that you've had any kind of downturn, don't get into this FOMO mood. So here are the tips for fighting FOMO. Don't fall for glowing testimonials. According to the SEC, investment scammers hire celebrities and social media influencers to talk up questionable schemes, and they pay actors to portray everyday people and deliver these fake reviews. So don't go by that. And whenever you hear the words, everybody's doing it, just note that scammers sometimes target faith communities or other groups precisely because members share and value their strong connections. So check yourself before you make an investment. Do you want the investment or do you want the excitement of the group? So that is a really important one. Uh, Also, you want to critique your motivation. If you're having thoughts such as, Oh, everybody else is doing this. I would be a loser if I miss out. Or other people are getting rich for, or they're finding love or, you know, they're meeting their celebrity crush. Uh, I don't want to miss out. That is called FOMO. So if you start feeling those feelings, you are FOMOed. So you have to turn off your emotions. If you feel you are keyed up emotionally and your brain is trying to rush through making a decision, Tell yourself, okay, I'm not in the right headspace to make this decision. Revisit the idea a couple of days later. You know how when somebody says, oh, if you buy this today, you know, we're going to throw in, you know, the the cutting knives or whatever, the toaster. But if you don't do it today, the deal will be gone. Well, anytime you are feeling rushed like that, that is usually you are somehow getting scammed or spammed. So just remember that there's always another day. So don't feel, you know, rushed for things. And be good to yourself. If you are feeling lonely, reach out and connect with family and friends in ways that are enjoyable and meaningful to you. Um, It's not a quick fix, but social connection, it is an important way to make us feel better. Uh, And just one last... um, kind of caveat here if you see on instagram or facebook uh, any claim like you know bitcoin you can buy this it's going to double your money if it if it doesn't sound legit it isn't you know if it sounds too good to be true it is too good to be true everything is like that the golden rule is don't make risky inv- investments based on any unsolicited pitch and if you can't believe you did it because you were um, you know, talking with somebody and you did something that you are uh, not happy about, just don't repeat it. And uh, again, if you are looking for kind of any loan online, just be very, very careful because there are so many reports of people getting into hot water while applying for loans online it is so much better to go to a company you know or a loan officer that you know so that's it for the scam and spam segment when we come back we're going to try to help kids through these difficult times with a few tips for all of us you're listening to Cynthia Bryan this is star style be the star you are we will be back, and so will you. Stay with us. Be the star
0: you are. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan.
1: There are so many benefits of being outdoors. Studies show that spending time outdoors decreases level of the hormone cortisol, it lowers blood pressure, and reduces other markers of stress. Relaxation is the reward. Exercise is a critical pillar of optimum health. Going outside encourages you to get up and move. Hike, bike, garden, swim, and stroll. Physical activity is paramount. Moods are lifted when you spend time in green spaces. Forest bathing for reducing depression and anxiety is an easy prescription for health. The beauty of nature lowers levels of inflammation in the body. Experience the awe. And pollution is the culprit for many illnesses, including respiratory problems, cancer, and heart disease. So go out into nature and breathe in the fresh air. Add these nature prescriptions to your daily routine for a better personal and business life. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com.
0: Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376-376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryant. Now, back to the power party. Well, we have been
1: living through really turbulent times. There's no doubt about it. And the people who are suffering, well, everybody is suffering, but little ones are suffering a lot because they don't feel the stability. They're not really sure what's going on. These past years have been especially challenging for parents. I mean, on top of the typical issues that families experience on a daily basis, there have been so many additional threats to our peace of mind. And, you know, we've had just what, two, almost two and a half years of addressing the coronavirus and all of its worries, all of the accommodations that had to be made for staying home or schooling or online. You no, know, there's the political turmoil. There's the worldwide climate problems. We have droughts and wildfires and floods, and there's financial concerns, housing concerns uh, for money, the, uh, for many, and of course, the tragic war in the Ukraine, and one of the scariest thing is all the gun violence that has been happening. 300, according to NPR, as of yesterday, uh, there were have been 322 mass shootings just since the beginning of the year here in the United States. So it is really more important than ever to try to shelter our children from as much as possible from these really scary and upsetting situations. I mean, obviously, parents are upset as well, but we have to do the best we can not to bring our issues onto those of the kids. These are adult issues, although even adults are feeling very helpless and hopeless and discouraged by this. But exposing children to worrisome scenarios alters their sense of safety and well-being at a time in their lives when they are dependent and highly influenced by what we say as adults, by our behaviors, and also by our emotional reactions. And unfortunately, children may see and hear upsetting information from various sources at any time. I mean, they can hear it now that they're back in school or they'll hear it on the playground or at the park or, you know, if they're on social media. But parents can refrain from contributing more. So we can avoid listening to or watching disturbing media while children are present. That includes the news, especially the news. And avoid discussions of upsetting subjects um, on the phone Or in person with others when children can overhear them. We have to be diligent as parents. And uh, by doing so, we can prevent children from being exposed to more than they can understand or more than they can handle. And if your children are asking, you know, troubling questions, you know, about troubling events, offer as simple an explanation with as much reassurance. That they will be okay as possible. Starting at a young age, you want to encourage them to come to you with any questions. You want to be able to ward off uh, the any worries um, as they seek comfort from you. You want them to express anxieties as much as possible, and you want to keep them from getting depressed or angry. Um, or having low academic performance, especially you wanna keep them away from self-harm or substance abuse. They might have sleep disorders, and of course, eating disorders. All of these and more things are things that are happening with kids. And during this past year, therapists are really reaching out to kids and having to work with them to cope with an overload of anxiety. You know getting back, the one of the things that I do like is I like to watch PBS um, uh, public broadcasting, but there was something on Ukraine the the trauma that's happening to the kids who are having to relocate from Ukraine right now. and it's just so very sad because so many have their have left their dads behind, some have lost their dads, and they miss them. and, they're, they don't know, even if they are now in a place, even in the United States, and they're going to school and they might even have an apartment, they still miss home and they miss grandparents and they miss friends and they miss aunt and uncles. And so it's a difficult job for parents to reassure them that someday things are going to be okay and we just have to live for right now. So very important is the age of your children is going to make a difference in how much information you can share with them. Elementary school age children and younger need the most protection from adult issues. And even if you you have to paint a picture that is a little rosier than you actually believe, you actually might be adding some important comfort for your children. And as your children become older, you're going to need to assess their ability to handle disturbing information so that you don't overwhelm them. And it's so much better to be cautious in your approach. And because they're going to pick up information from all these other sources, as I was saying at school, or from friends, or social media, or at the park, or wherever, it is really essential that as parents, you check in with your kids frequently to find out what are they reading, what are they hearing. So um, psychologist Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs You might have read some of his books. Uh, There's a well-accepted principle in the field of psychology, and it presents uh, physiological needs such as shelter, food, water, and health as the foundation for all humans to be able to thrive. But next is another basic set of needs, and that's safety and security in life and in surroundings. And these are vital requirements before emotional, social, and intellectual needs can be fully attained. So we want to provide all the safety nets that we can so our children can be happy and stable and achieve their full potential. And just remember that your words need to match your behaviors and your body language. If you are reassuring a child with comforting words, but your expression looks worried and alarmed, the child will register the entire message that you are presenting and will not feel reassured. So it's very, very important that we um, that what, how we register things. And then another just a piece of advice, because most of us are working parents um, is and how to be there for your kids, because things are changing all the time. Here's a few things that you can do is uh, priorities are going to change every hour. And just know it's okay to shift and take time for yourself. Another thing is to find your tribe, find your people. There are so many working parents in every industry. Find others that you can talk with. Communication. Set up a weekly communication night with all hands on deck. That means everybody in your family gonna meet for dinner, for dessert, whatever it is, but let's talk. And it can be for five minutes, 10 minutes. You could you know, set a timer, but have a communication every week. Make sure to have boundaries. Have conversations with your colleagues, but make sure that your colleagues know where your healthy boundaries lie And also when you're working with your kids, set boundaries for them as well. Be vulnerable. The struggle is real. There are realities of life and parenting, and sharing helps others open up. So feel free to share your struggles with those that you care about and that you trust. And finally, just don't assume. We don't always see the full story, and we don't always know what's going on. So, you know, hold the judgment. We really don't need to have it. Well, that is our show for today. And I thank you so much for being great listeners and being here with me on Star Style, Be the Star. You are every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. You can visit my website at cynthiabryan.com for more information and to be part of the charity or to volunteer or make a donation visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. And there's a lot of tools and uh, help there for parents and kids at BeTheStarYouAre.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And most of all, read a book this week because a book is like a garden in your pocket. And until next week, when we play once again in the Star Style Playground, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be an unapologetically authentic person. Live, love, love laugh and make a difference and be here next week. Thanks for joining me. Ciao for now.
0: It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within.